Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Hello, hello, masochists, man whores, and anyone on Match.com. This is Billy Persida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Yeah, there's somebody out there douchily going, Billy, those aren't clever. Those... You think your alliteration's funny and witty, but fuck you. Those are dumb. They're not even related. Well, you know what? Go start your own fucking show, okay? I'm having fun. Hi and hello. Um, you know, they say fake it till you make it. I'm faking the happiness right now because the Jets, wow, one in seven. This is painful. Or are we one in eight? I can't even keep track of how many times we lose anymore. That's a football thing. It's the one with the, the ball and the helmets and the offensive team name in Washington. Whatever. Hi. <laughs> Hey, everybody. How are you? Uh, I am exhausted. Uh, I I did What the Float last night, and if you're curious how well it went, uh, you got to go check out my Twitter. It's I wore some makeup. Women, I have a whole newfound appreciation for what you do every day. Uh, I'm not talking about putting on full-on makeup. I mean, I was bitching and moaning during the eyeliner. But the float was uh was fabulous. It was freezing cold, and and I danced my face off. Uh, so that was great. Then uh, I had a good weekend. I, I recorded with uh with this week's guest, Sophie Delancey. She's a female pornographer from Canada. I'm going to tell you more about in a little bit. Very excited about that. Um, how was my weekend? Let's see. Um, I had some of the sex. I did some of the stand up. I saw Dear White People. That was uh, an interesting film. That was fun. Had a, so I had, I had another date with the comedian that uh, you all have maybe heard about from time to time. And went went well, I gotta say. Finally had the sex. After I don't even know how many times of uh, hanging out. <laughs> it's always like nerve-wracking when you fuck someone for the first time because you want to be good. Right, you wanna you wanna make sure you're pleasing your partner, but you also want to make sure like you're enjoying it yourself. And uh, you know, so I gotta say, with her, it was uh, it was interesting trying to figure those things out, and gonna be interesting trying to see where that leads to. I mean, as a dude, you, you know, endurance is always a thing you're worried about. Because like for me, I have this weird thing, and I don't know if anyone else gets this, but. I have this thing that's like I don't necessarily come too quick or last a super long time. I just, for each woman, <clears throat> I tend to last a consistent amount of time. So like with girl A, I always last X amount of time, right? With girl B, I usually last like under a minute. With girl C, I always can go for like a half hour straight. Because some dudes like they just always come too quick or they always take forever or they can always or some are just right all the time. And me, it just varies from girl to girl. So, but that's always a concern because you're like, oh, because if I come too quick, is that going to be it for? <laughs> um, and then, and then you don't know, like, you know, does she does she like her clip played with? Does she like her nipples bit? Does she want to be choked? Is she going to make me? She going to choke me? I don't. Who who knows what the fuck's going to happen? Uh, she could say, put a finger in my ass. I'll be like, oh shit, this I was unprepared. I. <laughs> so I don't know. It's a you know it's a little bit nerve wracking, but you know I like her so. We'll see what happens. Uh, otherwise, I've had some uh, fantastical sex in the interim. Guys, we got shows. Shows where you can see me. 
take out your iCals, your your date books if you still have those, or or if you're kind of if you're in a prison cell right now, take out your um your rock that you scratch things into the into the wall with, and and start getting ready for these dates because we're gonna get you we're gonna get you a a, a day off to go do that. Um, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, I'm coming to you on uh on Saturday night, November fifteenth. I am coming to you to perform at Hambones. Uh, over on Butler Street, as I am told, uh, doing doing a fun show at nine o'clock on the fifteenth over at Hambones. It's like a comedy and a music show, musical comedy, I believe. Uh, there's going to be performances by Drew, Don Strange, the Douche Bears, and the Raging Vaginas. Sounds great to me. I've never heard them, but I'm sure they're fantastical. You know who's going to be awesome though? Um, this guy right here, going to be super fun. Uh, tickets are just $8 at the door. It's 21 and over to attend. Uh, sh- should be a fun show. I'm going to be out there um, for the day. I'll be recording with a couple of ladies for the show. I've got a, I've got a couple ladies who are currently residing in the Peaberg. I'm also on, on Friday, December 5th at 8 o'clock. I will be at the Grizzly Pair. That is a free comedy show here in New York City. Uh, Grizzly Pair, it's over down on McDougal. So uh, if you want to come on out, hang out with me, we'll have a couple beers, have a good time out. So those are a couple of dates for you. Uh, if, if you can't come out those dates, you still want to interact. Or better yet, if you, if you still haven't gotten your Man Whore Podcast condom, well then, let me tell you something. Uh, you can still get them. Still the same deal, always applies. If you go over to iTunes and write a review, take a screenshot of yourself writing the review, on iTunes, uh, email that to me at manwhorepod at gmail.com. Send me your mailing address. I will send you a free Manwhore Podcast condom, especially for you. And it doesn't even have to be a positive review, any review. I just want, I just want honesty. That's all I want. So go ahead and send that over, and, uh, and I'll send uh, one on over to you. So uh, t- today's guest is a pornographer. So I, you know, I want to take a, a moment to share with you. Some things about porn. So it's time to talk a little bit about porn, everybody. Um, there, you know, as you all know, I have a. I'm very much about having comprehensive sex education in our school systems systems nationwide in this country. Um, something we are embarrassingly lacking in this nation. Uh, I want to share with you. Some of you may not understand how bad our sex ed is. Now, this is this is excluding all the private schools out there. Okay, uh, like I went to a private school that had no sex ed education. I didn't even I didn't have absence only sex education. We literally had no sex ed. Um, I when I lost my virginity, girl hands me the condom, and I'm just like, I don't know what to do with that. So good luck. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to put that on. Uh, Super embarrassing. I didn't know anything about STIs or um, what technically counted as consent or what couldn't. Uh, the only thing we learned was every year Pam Birchie, this um, that was one of the faculty members, she'd come to the guys' dorm. We'd have a big dorm meeting for about fifteen minutes, and she would explain the statutory rape laws in Connecticut because that's where the school was uh, to say, "Listen, here's the age difference you're allowed to do if you're a day over." That limit, uh, that statutory rape, if you put a finger in, boom, statutory rape, we have to call the cops, don't do it, and then that was it. That was it. 
So now there was a there was a there was a I don't want to say a study, but let's say more of a review of state policies because uh, sex education is handled state by state. It's not in the Constitution, therefore um, the the those rights are delegated to um, the states, governments, and uh, the Guttmacher Institute, which is an institute that is just about um, advancing reproductive health in this in the country. Um, so sex ed especially. So it did a review of what the actual sex education laws and HIV education laws are in this country of the various states. And I got to tell you, super. this came out last month, is super disturbing. Here's, here's how bad we're fucking doing, okay? Only 22 states require that sex ed be taught. Let, that, that in public schools, that's less than half of the states. Do you, you get that? Okay. That that's insane. Okay. To, to put that in perspective, um, 37 states require that you teach abstinence as a concept. You have to, you <laughs> more states require that you teach kids to not have sex than actually teach you about what sex is. It's fucking mind blowing. It's like, okay, guys, don't, don't, don't do that thing. What thing? I can't tell you. It's against the law. Just, you know what I'm talking about. Just don't do it. Um, wait, wait till you're married and then you can do it and make a baby and then you can split up because, because you guys rushed into a marriage because you really wanted to do it, but you didn't want to like, you know, make God cry. So it's absurd. 37 states versus 22. I mean, it's just mind-blowing to me. So, I mean, that includes teaching about contraception, teaching about uh, consent, safe sex, sexual orientation, so having uh, or uh, people of various gender identifiers and sexual orientations. Maybe a dozen, I think it's about a dozen states uh, will teach that or require to. Because again, now a, a state in theory, can, can teach the things that they're not required to. Although I will say that there are some um, <coughs> states or counties that actually put it in the law that you can't teach certain things. There was, there was that very famous, um, there was that very uh, famous bill in Tennessee. Uh, they, they nicknamed it the Don't Say Gay Bill. It said that it was elite, not just like that it's not required to teach different sexual orientations, that it was illegal to teach about gay people in a public school. Like, you couldn't say gay. You weren't allowed to teach about homosexuality. Couldn't do it. Uh, so there, there are scary things going on in certain parts of this country uh, requiring sex ed. Uh, you know, and that includes also, by the way, HIV education. You know, uh, condom usage. Uh, how to use a condom properly because, of course, condoms are 99% effective against... Um, transmitting HIV or pregnancy, but it's only like maybe 66% effective for say, you know, preventing a pregnancy if you're using it improperly. So it's very important to know, you know, what's the proper use of a condom versus improper use of a condom. Now the most, the most, uh, why do I bring this up? Um, the most concerning part of this, uh, this review that came out was the part that said, only 13 states require that sex ed and HIV education be medically accurate. 
So <laughs> 22 states require sex ed. Only 13 say, but it's got to be correct. So yes, you can teach the stork in certain states. And technically that will count as sex education. Doesn't have to be right. Just got to say something. On top of that, you know, the 37 states that teach HIV, only 13 of those states have to teach accurate information about HIV. So again, you can just go ahead and say, yeah, you can get HIV from kissing. You're allowed to teach that in certain states because it doesn't have to be correct so long as it, you know, scares kids into not being gay or, or having sex before marriage. It's astonishing. So it's, it's, a, it's a thing I'm very passionate about, and I really, you know, I'm not saying you don't have to teach abstinence. I'm not saying don't teach abstinence. I'm just saying you got to teach everything else too because every study shows that the abstinence only sex education does not work. And that's why uh, President Obama finished repealing uh, and taking away all federal funding of federal abstinence only sex education programs last year. So what does this all mean? <clears throat> Why do I bring up sex ed uh, today? Because today we're going to talk about porn with Sophie Delancey. And now, if, if most likely, if you grew up as of a certain age, you probably learned a lot of what you know about, porn, uh, about sex from porn. Because you weren't really getting taught in school, your parents felt uncomfortable teaching you, so you had to learn from like a big brother or from porn. Or your big brother's porn. I didn't have a big brother, so I had to learn from porn. And now Sophie Delancey is the vice president of theartofblowjob.com. It is a feminist, um, call it like female friendly. It's kind of artistic, kind of erotic porn. Um, just It's just blowjobs. It's all blowjobs. But it's kind of like sensual, realistic blowjobs. And they're also uh, putting out an educational series on blowjobs, kind of like how-to how stuff. Uh, not just with blowjobs, but sex and, uh, and various things of that nature. They're going to be putting out actual videos of showing how to do certain things, certain positions. Now, because uh, if you watch, like, typical, like, uh, jackhammer porn, you're not getting a realistic view of what sex is. That's not how most sex actually looks, right? Not every dude's rocking nine inches. Not every chick um, is this, like, hard-bodied, petite chick with big fake tits, not every girl is deep-throating and asks you to come on her face. That's not, not that there aren't people who do that, but that's not what it all is. And it's fine that that porn exists, but if we don't have porn that shows realistic sex, I mean, who's going to teach people? It's, it, we're going to continue to have a lot of really unsatisfied um, people, men and women, uh, although I do mourn for the woman who uh, has to deal with a guy who only knows porn sex as what sex is. So, uh, again, as as we are not making really too much progress in the sex education department in this country, slowly but surely, sites like uh, Make Love Not Porn and, you know, Sophie Delancey's site, are The Art of Blowjob, are trying to show people what sex, uh, consensual, awesome beautiful sex can can really look like so so we had a really fun conversation we talked about porn we talked about blowjobs we talked about being kinky and and all the various things we talked about dating while working in porn uh even even talked a little bit about sex workers and and sex worker rights so i think you guys are going to really enjoy uh my conversation with feminist pornographer sophie delancey let's go take a listen
Are you ready for the Unleashed Tour, where shamelessness, sexiness, and laughter collide in a hilarious orgy of fun, discovery, and sex edutainment? Embark on a captivating nationwide journey with the Shameless Sex Podcast and an electrifying ensemble of sex educators and sex-positive entertainers as they bring you an unforgettably titillating live experience. Be a part of mesmerizing, entertaining, boundary-pushing acts, shameless sex style. Ever heard of the Slurpee stick shift? Want to learn how to bury your face in her? How about some dirty talk improv or brat taming 101? Hmm. Get ready for nonstop laughter as our charismatic hosts and entertainers weave humor into the fabric of this liberating celebration of sexual diversity and freedom. Engage in interactive segments, Q&A sessions, and a chance to connect with like-minded individuals in an inclusive and empowering environment. Listen up, Portland, Chicago, Seattle, we're coming to you. For more information and to get your tickets right now, go to shamelesssex.com and be part of a night that will be fun, educational, sexy, hilarious, and shamelessly unforgettable. Seats are filling up fast, so don't miss out on the most unforgettable show of the year. Be a thing. All right, so are we are we lying down for this? Yeah, that's, sure. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to, unless my diaphragm's not too open. Okay. That's not a thing. <laughs> uh, no, is that not how that works? Diaphragm Oops. is open. Oh, well. You're cute. <laughs> I, I do my, oh, thank you. You're Stop very it. handsome. Oh, you're Aww. just cute as a button. Right. Um, well, we are now, <laughs> I'm, I'm lying on a hotel bed <laughs> hi with uh with the sophie delancey hello and hello back to you from them i'm assuming they're saying hello back so i'd like to hope Just so speaking for them oh i'm tired how are you doing <laughs> also really really tired. really really tired yeah yep. um craziness you're uh so so you're welcome to america thank again. you yeah i i come here from time to time and mm-hmm. I always appreciate, especially when I get to come to New York, when I go to LA or God forbid Phoenix, mm-hmm. it's a different feeling, but New York feels more or less like, like a s- second home is a douchey way to say it, but a little. Ah, that's fine. Hey, it's not like you're Taylor Swift being the tourist ambassador when you just got here. So no, that's fine. No, I'm going to leave that to her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you live in uh, you live in Toronto. Yes, I do. I uh, commute between Toronto and Montreal for work. So it's. It's a nice life, but neither are New York. I'll say that. And your work is, uh, you are? I'm the vice president of theartofblowjob.com. That, which is a, a pornography site, right? Yes, it is. It's one of the porns. It's, it's like classy, erotic, artsy, artsy porn. It's definitely artsy porn. Yep. I, uh, I did extensive research <laughs> before doing this interview for last, I don't know, weeks because uh, i just i'm really committed to the craft of podcasting so i really i took a bottle of lotion and just was like i'm gonna study this consummate professional consummate professional you've said that phrase a lot i don't mm-hmm. entirely understand what consummate means but i'm assuming it's well a good it's not thing. yeah it's i would say <laughs> yeah i'm gonna get you a thesaurus it's gonna be great yeah <laughs> um the art of the blown job.com yes i checked it out uh very I, I like I, I consider it like a realistic porn. So basically, it's a site. It's just all blowjobs. Yeah. So it's all blowjobs. Once in a while, we add other things like hand jobs. Tend to go very nicely with blowjobs. Hand jobs are 
Yeah, they're Very great. Sweet. I've heard, yeah, heard good things. Um, uh, tit jobs as well. Those oh. get into the mix sometimes. There have been a couple 69 videos. There there has been penetrative, like, vaginal sex as well. Okay. But I by missed, and large. That one. Oh, you have to go a little I'm further have to back. Go back in the yeah, archives. It happens. We have, uh, as of today, 453 updates. Okay. So. I mean, I guess I'm a little disappointed in you that you didn't watch all 453. It's a lot of porn. It is. It is. They're shorter videos. They are shorter, but I I mean, I don't even watch that much porn in the first place. I'm a big pictures and reading guy for the most part. But yeah, it it is very good stuff. I'm glad. I'm glad you think so. You know what I liked about it is that your your website, they look like blowjobs I might get, you know? You might get, yeah. They, They look like a loving, tender blowjob, except for the... The double BJs where there's two women still haven't had that, but that's too bad. I've actually never done that either, but I would really like to. Except that I feel like I might be kind of a showboating type. There's someone like maybe we can call. It's yeah, <laughs> sure. I don't know. Like, get your phone out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. So it's really cool stuff, and you know, it's you know, I've I've, I've interviewed Sarah J. Right. She's, she's a veteran in the American porn industry, or the porn industry as we call it. <laughs> oh right, right. Because you guys have like two sites. Um, there's there's a a percentage of websites that happen in Canada, the vast majority are like smaller. Like even our company, it's, I mean, it was originally uh, started by a couple and now we have a multi-model format. So we are, you know, shooting with a fair amount of people, but fundamentally we're a smaller company. We're not Hustler. We're not, you know, any of the big, big kind of porn Valley type companies. Right. Right. Well, I was going to say, you know, I've talked to Sarah J and she's she the videos she does are like typical, like uh, jackhammer and really like hardcore porn, like mm-hmm. very typical porn. Your stuff so definitely a different like what's what's different between like the difference between like your typical like Brazzers porn and the art of the blowjob. Um, well, I think first it's important to indicate that there's nothing wrong with any kind of sex or mm-hmm. any kind of blowjob as long as it's consensual and everybody's enjoying it. Awesome. The reason why the art of blowjobs started is because blowjobs were traditionally projected in porn either as like the appetizer before the main course, which is, of course, like vaginal or anal intercourse, or it's this like throat fucking like facial abuse dot com kind of thing, which is totally fine. And there are people who fucking love that, both giving and receiving. But that should not be the only way that we see blowjobs in porn. And... I mean, like on a personal level, as someone who really likes giving blowjobs, the reason I enjoy it is, I mean, not the only reason, there are lots of reasons to enjoy it, but one of the chief reasons I enjoy it is because I get to show my skills, I get to show versatility, I get to try different things, be creative. My assets also. Well, we should should clarify, um, on top of being the vice president of of ourtheblowjob.com, is that you have also performed in a few videos. I have. That's what you mean by showing off your talents. Yes. So I have actually shown off my talents on the website i've also i would say done it prodigiously and quite a few more times in my personal life which (laughs) i think i appreciate but anyways i think that is not shown in those type of um those types of porn situations you see mostly kind of repetitive motions Mm -hmm. so like jerking someone off while you know sucking the head or like getting face fucked which is a is a skill set opening your throat to be able to do that is absolutely a skill set but it's not an active skill it's a passive skill so i think getting to show the sensuality of blowjobs is exciting like that kind of Mm -hmm. erotic intense languid feel yeah 
you just don't get that a lot. And as much as a lot of people think, oh, it's a blowjob website, when you actually watch it, we have 453 it's a classy, updates. It's a classy blowjob website. And it's varied. It's nuanced. Yeah. And I mean, even when we were just shooting with one person, no two blowjobs are alike. They're like snowflakes. <laughs> Snowflake BJs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, definitely a sensual site. I, you know, again, it, it, it seems like a blowjob I might get from a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you're recently broken up, then that website might make you cry. Be like, that was the blowjob I got totally from my girlfriend. It does. <laughs> we, we do occasionally get messages from people that are like, I love your website, but sometimes it makes me a little wistful. And I'm like, I get it. Wistful? I mean, what poor, what do Jack and Off is saying wistful? Um, we I don't even know that word. <laughs> Oh, I'm the getting you a dictionary. Do you guys and have up in Canada. Actually, uh, the, one of our um, one of my favorite uh, ongoing because we have like a blog, we have a lot of social media. The blog updates five times a week. It's it's been a community for a very long time. Okay. And one of my uh, favorite members of the site is a poet. Actually, he's a a very and like not a shitty poet. He's a really good poet. Okay, is he like and the so, poet of Canada. Actually, he's American. Oh, okay. yeah, California boy. So yeah, I mean, we certainly. Our, our members run the gamut, I think. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's very cool stuff. Yeah. Um, how, how, let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. How do you get, you, you went to college? Yes. Um, I studied opera. Studied <laughs> opera. Mm-hmm. Don't, that's like studying Sanskrit. It's dying. Like, I don't know what you're going to use it for, but power to you. Um, and then you, but you graduate from a good school with opera and then you're in porn. Yeah, I mean, I think it was definitely a shock for my parents, uh-huh. uh, though they're incredibly supportive and very happy for me, which is cool. Um, but they uh, basically... God forbid you did comedy, but then they'd be like, well, that's <laughs> a fucking waste. So maybe, maybe I should have gone into the porn industry and then my you parents still would have been could. so okay. You so. still could. Well, I mean, you, you know, you have, but you could make that like a career. <laughs> Okay, so so you go in, um, mm-hmm. not as a performer. No, so basically what I did, I studied... Um, I studied opera, but I also took some women's studies courses, some English courses, mostly focusing on writing. And I actually took a a music marketing course, Mm -hmm. which uh, was entirely, it was a very small course about essentially how the music industry has been impacted by piracy and how, as a result, we need to make it more of a personal thing. It's more about personality. I mean, for for, um, the purpose of album sales, they, they... use merch and tours specifically yeah 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 to to no one's making money on the albums anymore they want to get them to the live thing so they can make money there and it's incredibly it's a parallel situation to the porn industry and how except no one's no one's boohooing when people pirate porn because it's just the the heathens fucking on screen yes so if you if you (laughs) hijack curious case of benjamin button we're gonna have a fucking issue True. Yes. I did not know what you meant by that for a second, but I understand now. Um, Yeah. So anyways, I had a varied background despite focusing mostly on music. And I was living in Montreal at the time and I wanted to stay. I was dating someone who lived there and I just went on Craigslist because I was working a shitty call center job and I wanted to not do that anymore. And I found this this opening for at the time it was a PR and marketing coordinator um, focused on like blogging and the social media and kind of dealing with uh, getting this company that was somewhat established more off the ground. 
And it was an erotic website. And mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting because actually when I was taking those women's studies courses and even when I was taking like English courses, I kept writing about sex right. and often actually about porn. And once to the extent that I was writing about um, the idea of a porn site that was both very well executed on like kind of a, an aesthetic level, but personal. But that, and, that, and that's, that's, that's kind of what Art of the Blowjob is. It's, mm-hmm. it, it looks... And you guys got great music. Um, yeah, right? Sometimes distracted, it kind of takes me out. I will be honest, it sometimes takes me out of it because I'm like, okay, good, this is good music, but like, I don't know, sometimes I want to hear the, sl- the slurping. I want to hear, I want to hear the kisses. Well, yeah, and I think it's, that's certainly feedback we get a lot. Because of the way we shoot, which is very intimately, mm-hmm. we don't have a boom mic. We don't have anybody holding that. We don't have Maybe you need to cast uh, louder moaners. <laughs> It's hard, you know, The uh, I always say when it comes to this, you know, it's rude to talk with your mouth full. <laughs> and there is, you know, I think depending on the man in the videos, there there are times, I know that the person I was shooting with is quite a moaner. Mm-hmm. So there there are people who, who make a little more noise. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think eventually it would be nice to find a way without being invasive, without taking people out of the moment to right. get a little bit of, maybe we're going to need to do like a, there's like a porn fully uh, joke video about someone who was doing like the, the background fully noises for porn. Okay. You know, like in, in film yeah, yeah, when yeah, yeah, it's yeah, actually yeah. like the coconuts, voiceover, but it's yeah. supposed to be a horse. Um, and just doing that for blowjobs, I think finding what would be appropriate to do that. A lot of like squishing bananas, I okay. guess. And then like, <sighs> yeah. Right. Okay, we'll so see. so you go, you're on Craigslist. You find this job listing. You go in to do like some marketing and PR, right? And yeah, and it just kind of grew from there. I I got the job. Like, I think I found out that later that day or the day after. How old were you? you I did? was twenty. Mm, how old am I now? <laughs> I was twenty two. Okay. Yeah. So just fresh out right. of school, and you're working in the adult entertainment industry. Yeah, and I've been doing it for five years. Okay. Okay. Same company. And and parents were cool with you working at the company. Yeah, I kept I kept it on the down low for the first six months because I wanted to make sure that it was like a career that I wanted to be in. Mm-hmm. And then I told them, and actually, it was that year um, was the first time we were nominated for a feminist porn award. And hey. my dad said, "Can I come? Can I like? <laughs> can I watch?" And I was like, uh, "No." But in subsequent years, um, I've done things like. Uh, there's a feminist porn conference that happens at uh, University of Toronto, and I've uh, presented papers there mostly about kind of aesthetics and concepts of realness in porn and when that does or does not overlap and how marketing can serve to kind of conflate that and mm. attribute ethics to uh, an appearance instead of actual, you know, work as, as an ethical porn company. So that was, um, I think academic enough that I could bring my parents and sort of show them what I do, but in a way that didn't involve right. large, you know, screenings of very okay. visceral porn. And, and what, uh, and how long have you been vice president? Oh God, a year now. What is, was vice president like today? What'd you like? What'd you do? What didn't I do? What does <laughs> vice president of a porn company actually do? Well, I mean, I, I would say the difference between the vice president of like hustler versus the vice president of, like, of, of the blowjob blow is different because fundamentally we're still a small company. Right, so right. I'm doing everything from still running all the social media. I'm still doing the blog. Okay, so like today, what'd you do? Uh, what did I do today? Uh, today I worked with our editor to get our photos and videos up. I wrote new, new under- video today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, I guess it's Halloween. Yeah, so we had a, a sexy black cat blowjob. Okay. It was very, very good. I got, I got a little sneak oh, peek. Oh, yes, right. You did. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's a pretty good uh, 
solid Halloween themed blowjob. Uh, so I did that. I do the erotic write-ups for the site. Okay. So a little erotica that's keyword rich and gives people a sense Sur- of what it is. Search engine optimization. Exactly. Just throwing Just boo, sensual blowjob. Blow erotic. Boob is not one of our no search boob? terms. No? Boob. No. Okay. Maybe boobs. boobs. Oh, right. Although we're classy. Breasts. Listen, we just had breast cancer awareness month. So that's like, true. I am aware that there You're are aware. some boob havers. That's true. Rather than boobs I, I have to say you, I am a boob haver. You are quite the boob haver. Wow. Um, <laughs> tell, tell, share with our listeners, um, how big are your, <laughs> are, is your bust? 36K. 36K. Like, yeah. I didn't even know that was... It's a thing. Yeah. So after G, they you just said like those are really big. I don't know. Yeah. After G, they just give you two buckets and they're like tape them together, figure it out. <laughs> it's really hard to find bras. Jeez. Yep. Have you always been uh, that big? Uh, I've always been around this size. Yeah. I, I kind of like went through puberty at age twelve and was a double D overnight. It was wow. horrifying, and then it just exponentially okay i'm hoping to like stop the cycle because i actually slipped a disc this summer and the diagnosis the diagnosis the diagnosis was uh big old titties the doctor didn't actually say that because that's very poor bedside manner been... and i was like screaming in pain but okay yeah it's a thing okay so sorry back to porn. sorry <laughs> Um, yeah, this is the one Canadianism the one I have. Canadian I haven't ate around you yet, but I did a, uh, not a cabbie. That's <laughs> not gone there yet. Um, that's funny. So, so another blowjob, pretty cool stuff. Mm-hmm. You VP, and then all of a sudden you start doing videos. Yep. So why why'd you start doing porn? Like why'd you start performing? I wanted to put my money where my mouth is. Oh, I, hey Wait, anybody got a trap set? <laughs> no, we're all out of drums right now, but that works. Yeah, I'll do. Um, uh, I think it was there were a number of reasons. Like when I was eighteen, I wanted to do porn. Well, mm-hmm. I wanted to be a suicide girl because at the time I was all like lithe and gothy. And you were gothy because you're so bubbly and chipper and sweet. Yeah, like, but I mean, look at me. I'm a bad bitch. I mean, like, you could be. I can see you doing, mm-hmm. like, this if you got some big old tattoos and shit, but. Yeah. Occasionally, they appreciated a rare um, blank canvas. Okay. Anyway, so I met with a, with a photographer here in New York, actually, when I was 18. Um, decided ultimately against it because I thought, oh, well, I'm going to be an opera singer and this could jeopardize my career. Fast forward a few years and, of course, I wound up in what porn. I have a very lucrative uh, opera in the shower career. It's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I for sure I, irritated some people today. I kill uh, doing stand-up in the shower. Like, oh, that yeah. is... We I've had my this, best sets We should take the show shower. on the road. Yeah. Just like a portable shower. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, it's always been an interest of mine. And... Especially in the in the the year leading up to when I was performing, I was directing a lot. We mm-hmm. uh, were getting in. I had a lot of friends in Toronto who wanted to shoot, so we were doing a lot of shoots in Toronto. And I kept, to, in order to to make sure that people were you know comfortable doing porn, that they understood the realities of doing porn, that they understood like you know how it could jeopardize careers, to make sure that they had like a a stable support system if something were to happen, and even if they just you know just making sure that they had kind of a sex positive environment where yeah. they could do this and feel comfortable. I just, all of these interviews, these little meetups for coffee, hearing their reasoning for wanting to do porn. What, hearing, what's like the most, what's the most interesting one you've heard? Um, I mean, they were all very similar that how many, no, sorry, I'm not going <laughs> to perpetuate that stigma for a cheap joke. Continue. I don't know what you're 
were going to say. I was going to say, like, how many said, like, they just want to get back at dad. But I will not do that <laughs> because That's that dark. is not why adult actors get in the porn. No, it's, it's only not. 3%. I'm going to take a guess. That's. <laughs> So no, no one said that. No. Not even. But just. what was the most? What was the most uh, interesting one you heard? Well, I think with pretty much everybody, it was all the same reason that they believe that sexuality is an important thing. That they believe that personally, our website kind of telegraphed their vision of sexuality. That it was something whether they were doing it with a partner, whether they were doing it with a you know a play partner, a lover, someone who I did set up a couple dates. People hey. who are meeting up and actually uh, still see each other now, which is nice. Fun. Um, they just wanted to to be a voice or a face in the porn. But come industry. on, there had to have been a dude, at least one guy, who's like, "Listen, I'm just here for the BJ." Like, I go, I've been to a gangbang and been like, you know what, like, hey, this is cool and all, but like, I'm just here for the free blowjob. I don't want to. Really, you didn't, you didn't go wanna, with like. I don't want to fuck. I don't want to fuck the chick in the <laughs> gangbang. I just want the, the free BJ. There had to have been one dude who's like, listen, I've been told I have a nice cock and I I would like a blowjob and I'll be respectful. Not really. No. I mean, and I don't know. I, don't I guess believe it. I don't know whether it's like the Canadians or whether it's that we attract a kind of high minded evolved, evolved crowd. But uh-huh. yeah, no, everybody's had kind of like philosophical reasons for wanting to do it. And it's been really exciting. And then I guess for me, hearing that over and over and over, I write about how important porn is. I am such... I guess like not even a fan. I'm such I'm so deeply impressed by the people who've chosen to make this their lives, that the sacrifices that that means, the stigma that they go up mm-hmm. against. And at a certain point it was just like, okay. I know I give good blowjobs. I know I've got, you know, big eyes. You Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you for le- watching. Le- le- leading up to this interview, I was like, she gives a mean BJ. Thank you. I try. Um, and you know, I've got big eyes and big tits and nice hair. And so, and that's kind of the trifecta for blowjobs. It's not, you know, it's not about having a rock and bod or, you know, having like a porn star look. It's about, you know, definitely don't being look able like to your telegraph. typical porn star. No, not so much. And, and that's cool. Uh, yeah. And I just, I find it compelling and interesting and I wanted to try it and I really liked it. Um, I'm not shooting right now. Mm-hmm. I was doing it with uh, an ex-partner and right. we broke up. And now, was it a boyfriend or was this a partner? Oh, it was a boyfriend. So yeah, yeah you were so you were doing porn videos with your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, for the vast majority of people, that's what, was that what like? it has been. Uh, it was mostly interesting. Uh, mostly did that like good. affect the relationship? In the end, it did. Uh-huh. Um, it was, I mean, nothing particularly related to porn, but I think... It wasn't like off-screen. He was complaining, like, you don't give me those on-screen blowjobs like you used to. He didn't like blowjobs. He didn't like blowjobs? No. But I mean, he, like, he liked them, but they weren't his favorite. Well, and we- I was like, really, really? You don't like orgasms? And he did. And I mean, there was... It, was, it, it wasn't that bad, but I think when when a percentage of your life is devoted to shooting porn and it's this kind of, like, it is part of your sexual output and your sexual experience there are certain things that you obviously can't do when you're shooting a blowjob video right and what what what, what did he, what did he want um wait so these he was complaining that he wasn't getting things off can't off no i think it's just that you know it takes up a percentage of your of like depending on how old you are and what your um you know sexual output is like if you only if you're amount of time are you trying to say the guy was kind of i was gonna say is this are you saying trying to say the guy's 
an older gentleman and he's like older oh, gentleman my, is oh, wrong you're oh, a young my, buck so <laughs> well, I, was, I was gonna say like are you trying to hint that like he, he's like listen i only have so many hard-ons i can get well it wasn't like that at all no okay. no no i mean i, I don't want to he's he's a great person and and was a great i don't doubt partner. i'm just um, i'm confused as to why this well was you know f- if you can only get together x amount of times a week and you, you only have x amount of times a week that you can have sex one of them is this time where you're doing you know, it on camera so you're saying camera. he wants some more private time he's got, yeah okay. i think it was and I think it's just challenging depending on where you are in your life and depending on where you are physiologically that one of those physiologic okay I know <laughs> I know I know what that word means uh, that's I good totally knew that Progress. Wait, what would you what do you mean what do you mean by that um whether it's like mental health issues or um you know hormonal issues you know libidos waxing and waning there mm-hmm. you know there are things that happen okay. um I won't push. I, <laughs> I won't cry. I don't want to get into depressing okay, shit here. That's fine, but that's um, fine. anyway, suffice it to say, in the end, I think some people can hack it more than others, and it can cause strain in relationships, or it can be amazing in relationships. And in our in our particular situation, it ended up being mm. a little detrimental. But obviously, you don't you know you don't break up because <laughs> one night a week you get yeah. blow jobs, <laughs> and you don't get a tit job with that all the time. Although actually, he did. Uh, pretty much every time. Okay. But uh, so there were other things. And at the end of the day, it wasn't going to work out. And that's fine. All right. But I'm, you know, I'm taking a little time off because there was. From dating? Uh, from, from, the blo- shooting? from shooting blowjobs. Okay. Like, I totally. I think they're twofold, partially because um, there isn't really like a porn industry in Toronto. So it's not like, oh, well, I'm just going to shoot with a porn actor. I was going to say, yeah. It's, who that will- would be a certain thing. Whereas this is like, I'm going to shoot with someone who I kind of know, who maybe I've shot with other people before, and there's some sort of existing relationship, or I don't know this person well enough, or I don't feel like the emotional you know, intellectual chemistry with them. So I really want to wait to shoot with somebody who like I liked. And I felt strong chemistry with, I felt a connection with, you know, I could banter with. I don't just want to put a cock in my mouth to make, you know, porn for the sake of making porn. Okay. So now what kind of, now? so not really porn industry up there. Um, not so much. But like who, uh, so who are these people shooting? You, you told me that they're, va- they're a varied mix, mm-hmm. but not necessarily all like, you wouldn't call them all like, quote unquote, like porn actors. No. They, they seem like there's a thing they did on the side for fun, like, like a book club or knitting. I, like, some people do book clubs, some like porn on the side, no biggie. I mean, there definitely is a contingent of people who were like that, who were students and um, or sex workers or, you know. Sex workers, so you sorts. had like, so you had um, prostitutes doing uh, videos. Some who were escorts, some who were, um, uh, you know, sex educators, some who had done stripping in the past, some who were, you know, worked at a sex club as, you know, an administrator. We had all sorts of people come in and I think they've all been really interesting. And I do the taxes over at the dungeon. That's Yeah, well, that, that's actually, yeah, totally. <laughs> that was uh, uh, one of them. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's, it's, so it's a good mix of people. We also have people who are, do make part of their income uh, working as porn performers who weren't just moonlighting right, for the sake right. of trying it. Depending on where, like from Montreal to Toronto, in Montreal there are some people who are doing that. Um, do you get like random people saying like, "Hey, I want to, I want to do the porn." Yeah, so we do have like there are people who we like. Can I audition? Like how how like how does someone if they want to do like low key Toronto 
porn? Generally speaking, it's been people I know or friends of friends. And really with pretty much everybody, it's been, you know, we get to know this person, then they suggest somebody else, they talk to somebody else, and they come to us and say that they're interested. You know who has a great cock? David. Yeah, there's just a lot ama- of that. Have you seen it? It's amazing. It's just... It's like my friend, this person, is gives up incredible blowjobs. So you really, you know, you gotta see her. Um, it's, you know, it's like a friend Yo, of a friend. Yo, Jill, come over. Show her the thing you do with the balls. Yep, Sh- yep. Come on, just stop, just stop being shy. <laughs> Come over, show her. It's <laughs> that has definitely happened. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's been in terms of interviews. There, there. I mean, I meet up with people who I already have spoken with, or you know, we get somebody in for a test shoot, or you know, we we look at if they've done other work. We look at what they've done before. So it's kind of a mixed bag. We what we don't really um, entertain is random dudes from the internet ah. who are like. I would like dick sucks. And I'm like, I bet you would friend. However, um, we're not like, this is not that type of website because honestly, it's really hard to shoot porn as a guy. I mean, you know this, you know this, you know, I've, yeah, I've seen, I've seen struggles. Yeah. The struggle is real. The struggle is real, man. Uh, fucking God bless that one dude. Uh, Cause there was a guy I don't, I forget if I told this story or not, Um, Probably, but there was a dude during the team BJ shoot. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he's like he must, he was like the oldest, so he must have been like his early forties, probably mm-hmm. like forty two, whatever. Let's call him forty. I'll be nice. An aged man. Uh, an aged man. He's <laughs> so he goes up and he he's got what I can only describe as like Viagra dick, mm-hmm. just super like aggressively yeah, hard, cut cut diamonds kind of thing. Yeah, like Laser very precision jizz. very erect. Yeah. Uh, like I wanted to test his dick for human growth hormone, but like only the dick. That's all I was. Yeah. That's the only part that's suspicious. You just suspicious wanted to poke here. at that dick a little bit. Just yeah, like, it, it looked like it hit suspicious home runs. It mm. was like too, too strong. He goes up <laughs> and and Siri starts giving him the blowjob, and and he's up there for probably like ten minutes. Nothing's mm-hmm. happening, and and the the director, Siri's uh, husband Brad, said, "Listen, if you guys want to tap out, you can always go back in. It's fine." He does that, and then he sits in the chair. And so it's like aggressively beating off, and is and he had a sizable dick, and was, he's just again there, um, and and he's just sitting there, just going to fucking town, like flexing, and I wanted to tap the guy and say, "Listen, man, you're not on camera right now. You don't. Have to, it's okay. Settle down. Um, treat yourself a little softer." But we all have sexual vanity. Yeah. So he goes up and taps back in, maybe like a, several times throughout mm-hmm. the two hours we're shooting. And and by the by the end of it, you know, everyone's either came or has given up but had a good time. He's the last dude left, and he's gone double blowjob. Like Sarah and Siri are doing everything in their professional wheelhouse. Angels, um, and, angels and among just women could not get this guy to blow, and so he's on his fifth go. And basically, it's been it's kind of been sort of silently confirmed. Like this is going to be his last attempt. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be here for hours. Um, and a lot of guys were kind of being annoyed. They were like, oh, this guy's taking forever. And But me, I'm like, I'm trying to tell the guy next to me, like, no, 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 no. This guy can do it. I fucking yep. be- I believe in him. Yeah, I think he did tell his story. Okay. But, you know, it's a good one. Listeners, aren't you happy to hear it yeah. again? And I got to tell you, when that guy came, I've never seen brotherhood like we all experienced when that dude finally jizzed and we all fucking cheered. Brotherhood of men. Yeah. Beautiful. I would make a musical theater reference talking about jizz. On a sex podcast. That's a musical theater reference. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's okay. I mean, I know what, what what was the reference. I missed it. Oh, how to succeed in business without really trying. It's great. Daniel Radcliffe. Was yeah, no, I, I'm oh, aware. Yeah. I saw a poster. New York. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Um, so don't. So so. Are you dating now? Like you're single. 
Um, single and possibly ready to mingle. Yeah. Um, I've met some people. Some people great. Some people not as great. Okay. Um, they're you know. How and how long were you with the with the guy again? Not that long, and maybe that was part of that the problem. That could have been part of it. Yeah, uh, only about six months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was a shorter situation, but you know when people are enthusiastic about trying something and you feel like there's you know the relationship might have some legs sometimes Listen, you do shit yeah yeah <laughs> sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't okay um before you started performing mm-hmm. you know was, did you ever find it difficult to date what was that like um i think there were times where um especially when it comes to like online dating where when i did start disclosing what i did online that i would get some fucking creepers who were like oh you shoot porn so you must blah 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 whatever gross internet dating shit people say and i mean i still you know keep that up on my okcupid profile because i think oh it's it's there on the profile yeah it weeds people out i work in the porn industry Mm -hmm. i see a lot of dicks I don't think You're I said okay I see that. a lot of dicks, but I did, did say that I work at a respectful feminist porn company. So you would call this feminist porn? Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. I, I'm big on the, I think there needs to be a lot more like socially responsible, like realistic porn. Ethical because, porn. Yeah, ethical porn. Just stuff where like, you know, um, the guy, oh, by the way, I got to say this, I got to consider this more often as a setup. Lying in bed with the guest, I know right? would seem super aggressive and creepy if I pitched it. Um, it's very comfy crisis feels way better right we could just uh, fall asleep right now we're both very tired I, I, don't I, tease me with that i will I take a fucking nap um <laughs> no so you know in it gets to the point we have we have a lot of sheepish parents in this country mm-hmm. who don't talk to their kids properly about sex we have we have school systems that tend to block proper comprehensive sex we have no real across the nation comprehensive sex education mm-hmm. um god, god forbid i even brought up sex for pleasure in, in schools people yeah. would go fucking crazy mm-hmm. um but since we don't have it, most people most children now with the internet just learn about sex from porn yep so they're gonna watch that and that's where what how they what they think sex is mm-hmm. and you know if, if you want your typical brazzers video that's not how sex is at least not for the vast majority of people. And again, you know, asterisk, it's totally okay to want to have sex like that. But it should not be, as you're saying, like the, the dominant sexual script, the it, only sexual script that's yes. available where, you know, women want to be subjugated. Women want to, you know, be spat on and, and you know, get a, to get a facial cum shot, which a lot of women do. But not every woman. I'm not every man wants to do that either. Yeah, I'm not big on the facial. I'm like, why are we going to take my dick out of the nice, warm, awesome place it is just to like put jizz on your face? Is which again, unless you're into cum on your face, I don't, it's not going to feel good for you. It's taking me, it's ruining the best part. uh, Jim Gaffigan had like a really funny joke I heard. I do love Gaffigan. I heard about from like before he was big, back when he did dirtier things. Like apparently, I joke where it's like, what's like your, my favorite part of, um, a blowjob is the last five seconds or whatever. You know, it's like, why would I ruin that by taking it out and then jerking it off? It's like, no, it's so I'm I'm not into the facial. I know dudes who are into facial stuff. Oh, totally. I, I, I enjoy them. I still feel like part of that has to like when guys want to do facials. I still feel like that's not because they like facials, but because they see porn and think, okay, facials are hot. 
there's a percentage of that. I mean, also it's interesting. I mean, there's a lot of um, work and studies being done about what both visually and kind of like contextually people like in porn. Right. And I mean, facials, you get to see the come, whereas you have to have more empathy to to enjoy seeing someone get a blowjob where you don't see the cum at the end. You have to, and I mean, I guess your empathic brain shuts off a little bit and you're in your kind of like lizard brain yeah. when you're watching porn. Correct. That said, I believe in an empathetic man. I believe. We're, we're out there. Oh, yeah. And and God bless. <laughs> Do our best. Um, so, yeah, so we, we don't have that. And I, I, I just... I think having sites like yours or make love, not porn and, mm -hmm. and sites like that is definitely really important for the sex ed conversation because until, you know, some are like, Oh, we don't need that. I was like, listen, if we had full comprehensive sex education, I'm totally fine with there only being that typical yeah. type of pornography. But, um, we don't have that. And since it's not happening, you know, and the schools and the parents aren't doing it, porn needs to step up its game. So, I tend to agree. I mean, it's really unfortunate that that's what needs to be done. And it's a very, like, it's kind, it says some terrible things that the porn industry is, is it's come to us to ethically, like, to, to put out content that if found by minors would not skew them to a sexual script that's not, you know, mm. sustainable for their lives. I think the answer to, to that type of porn it's not that it's bad, but there should be, as you're saying, like a multiplicity. There should be so many options. We should be able to see tenderness and we should be able to see intimacy that's more palpable. Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, people in kind of like the standard mainstream porn valley style porn, they're sexual athletes, they're sexual performers, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's mm. nothing wrong with having bodies suited to that. There's nothing wrong with having sex suited to that. There's nothing wrong with having sex where you have to cheat out to the camera. It's, it's I'm, an I'm art about form. your sex. I tend to cheat out to the camera when I'm of fucking. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there needs to be, an emotional level to sex. I remember we were having this conversation a little while ago. Uh, and this is kind of the, uh, this is my, my go-to example that I was talking to um, Chantal Tibbles, uh, the sociologist who uh, basically writes exclusively about porn. Sure. That's a person. That's a person. That's a yeah, person who exists. Dr. Chantal. She's amazing. And uh, we were having a conversation about the idea that if, um, if driver's ed wasn't taught and people only saw cars in the fast and the furious people would be careening down the freeway and killing each other nonstop. Right. A lot and more Paul Walker, walkers of the world. That's yeah. Oh, rough. What would happen? Rough. Um, but yeah, no. And it's, it's the same thing with sex. If all you're going to see is this incredibly performative, ver like hyper realistic version of sex that doesn't show emotional connection, that doesn't show any nuance in terms of, deviating from this very normative sexual script then we're gonna have a lot of male-oriented yeah jackhammer we're gonna have a lot of sex women with, not coming yeah yeah and I and no, and feeling shitty about it and not being able to talk about it's gonna it. be like college but for forever afterwards i don't know my college experience was great <laughs> you're you're one of few uh, canada <laughs> i don't know what that means but i stand by it go for it it was a polar bear growl I, I don't is that like a sex term I don't is that I don't know it should be well polar bears are I don't know about polar bears are actually um older bears so. oh that's what they call them mm -hmm. 
Oh, I, they've just all been big gay bears to me. That's oh no, there's there's a whole you know the ge- the, sub, the genus of, of bears. You got the pandas. You got the the grizzlies. The fuck is a panda? Asian. A, an Asian bear is a panda. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like a whole thing. It's a grizzly. It's a super uh, extra hair. Yeah. And there's otters. I know what an otter. You is. might be an otter, I, actually. No, I'm not an otter. I'm not, an otter. I'm not at all thin enough to be an otter, and I'm not nearly you're not hairy a cub. enough. I am not th- well because a cub. Well, is Well, you're like wearing a, like a like a slutty V-neck shirt right now, so I can see your chest hair. You're at least you're like a, you're like a cubbly ot- otter or no, an otterly a, a, cub. A, <laughs> an, an otter, to my understanding, is a thin, very hairy gay man. I mean, not like super. So I'm thin. thinking like a live. Th- okay, I, would, well, I would call you. You're on the lither end of the spectrum. 40, now I'm just objectifying you. I'm you sorry, not sorry. Ob- objectify away. Let's uh, flip the script. You asked me my cup size, and now this is happening. It's fine with me. 30, 40 pounds lighter than this. I think I could. Oh. And if I was hairier, I'm just not. I'm also just not that hairy. Like I've got a hairy chest. I've got some hair on my my tummy, but that's. <laughs> I'm not at all like you know like. Greek, Middle Eastern. I dated hairy. a Greek guy, and oh my god, and that's that's. I, I was like a kid in a candy store because I'm. I like I like a hirsute individual. Like, just like licking all the hair. No, that's that's a hairball waiting to happen. I'm saying, kid in a candy store. I'm going off eating all the candy, but here's what a hairy dude. I was just like I was in the land of chocolate, Homer Simpson style, kind of like skipping through the streets, metaphorically. Yeah, you don't get my Simpsons references, I and I don't them, like no. it. That's Sorry, Kelly. That's sad. <laughs> um, you have um, quite the tumbler. You're you're a yep. kinky gal. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a lot of like what I like is you told me that that's your hard that's your like soft <laughs> that's tumbler. My, that's my like public <coughs> persona tumbler. Her her public persona safe soft tumbler <laughs> is just nothing but like rim job pegging like got women with strap-ons to dude porn and like what else is on there a lot of hairy dudes and a lot of yeah. hairy dudes and and like pretty stuff too and there's like kissing and cuddling there's there's some of that i am a multifaceted woman with complex sexual needs and desires so Billy. what are some of your complex sexual needs and desires i mean you really like hit on most of them right there i think i'm on the more dominant end of the spectrum mm-hmm. and which is kind of interesting because Working for the art of blowjob, I'm looking at these these sensual blowjobs, but my emotional and mental script, and especially while shooting them, is from a dominant <coughs> perspective. So I'm thinking about these these blowjobs, and I'm thinking about how that's exerting control, how that's exerting power, whereas there are other people who look at it and and kind of um, endow like women as submissive giving these blowjobs. So I think no matter where you're coming from, it's either right or wrong, and that's not bad. Um, yeah, so that plays out in that respect, but definitely, uh, for me, I enjoy strap-ons. Okay. I, I like that. What not, do you like about it? I mean, it's not from really a gender play perspective because like I'm femme as hell and very happy to be a mm-hmm. lady and the, you know, the harnesses that I use are, are pretty. I like my, my velvet nest harness. I have, um, a little, they're basically look do you like do little the ones black panties. Do you do like the kind of like double ended ones or? I actually do have a field though. Yes. Are those, are those the ones that you like to use or do you like to use the ones where it's like you're getting off just from a psychological stance? I like both. They're different. I mean, with a field you're engaging. I don't know if you're familiar with like the pelvic floor. There's this thing where you kind of like tighten and you can do it while having sex. I don't know if you're familiar with this. I don't know the term. Have I? Yeah, it or, I, I, I think you're probably familiar with it. Like you know, when when vaginal muscles contract. Familiar with it. Yes. I don't. So you have to do that the whole time okay. if you have a fieldo inside you. Which 
Why to keep it in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's just like it's a bulb, and it. I mean, you can wear like panties with it, and or you can wear a harness with it, so it does work. But it definitely feels good. There's a vibration going on. It's it's a okay. it's a fun time. But um, also just using a harness a lot of the time. Like, I do definitely enjoy receiving like physical genital pleasure, but there's so much that's arousing about giving pleasure and and that's like circling back see my pr skills circling back to the okay. art of blowjob i like giving blowjobs i like giving blowjobs when i'm not touching myself when i don't have a sex toy when i'm not you know being touched by my partner it turns me on mm. just to give blowjobs it's exciting and compelling and interesting to see someone kind of squirm and i think that's the dom thing is we're considered um reaction junkies right. and so just seeing a guy laying back, kind of being slowly seduced into it to the point where they just abandon all pretense and it's animalistic and it's it's squirming, moaning, all of it. It's good. Mm-hmm. But now so, I've heard. Yeah. Well, there's. I'm, I mean, I'm a squirmer. I'm a moaner. All that jazz usually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. But so, well, first of all, guys, see here that there are plenty of women who love giving head. You just gotta find them. Um, and put up with our other dalliances. It's like she really likes giving head, but, but she wants to put it in your butt. So, come see, come saw. But you're but you're not you're not coming from giving the blowjob. You're getting super turned on, super wet. Yeah. But you're not co- like so. What after you give the blowjob? Like then what? What do you need? Um. Well, it depends. I mean, in the art of blowjob, blowjobs tend to finish in an orgasm. In which case, for some guys, they're ready for round two. Mm-hmm. Other times there's a refractory period. Other times there's a fair loss of kind of desire. That prolactin. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Okay. (laughs) I've gotten someone off. It's uh, my turn now. Okay. And maybe that means getting head. Maybe that means getting fingered. If there's less of a refractory period. Um, Or even just like mutual masturbation. I'm a big fan of dirty talk. So, you know, a guy gets his and it's like, I'll just, you know, go to town on myself and oh God, this is a really visceral <laughs> discussion okay. and they can say filthy things and that works for me okay yeah so i mean blow a do and masturbate i mean that's a lucky guy who's mm-hmm. getting way off the hook well i mean i <laughs> but the thing is as many as many women as there are who love giving pleasure there are that many men i've met yeah. guys who just like want nothing more than to just eat me out for hours and mm. that's great i'm just fine with that cool mm-hmm. cool um uh, Wow! Yeah, I, that, <laughs> sorry to fluster you. No, no, I'm just I'm not flustered at all. I'm totally fine. Totally, you, that's totally right. Cool about it. Consummate not, professional. Consummate Look it professional. up. Yeah, you use it three times and it's yours. It's your like vocab word of the consummate, day. Consummate, consummate, consummate. I think it's word. like Beetlejuice shows up, or yeah, this is Halloween themed. Say consummate three times in a row. Someone shows up and blows you. That's what I heard. Okay, cool. I'm just read it in a book. No big deal. <laughs> was it the dictionary? The, oh, the hey, dictionary. You. I heard. I see well, what you did well, there. So much wordplay. <laughs> Some foreplay. It's the whole thing. Um. So now the art of the blowjob. dot com is the now art of blowjob. The art of blowjob. So yeah. Um. Look at me not even doing my, my fucking homework. My bosses are francophone, and that name came out before um I came on the scene. So I was like. Were you like? That's oh, not super this grammatically is... correct. But then over time, it's like it's the, the art of job is. Oh, well, we don't use articles in this country. It's oh, you've never been to Quebec, so you don't know what a Quebecois accent. Quebec, like. um, excuse me, Missy. This is America, and that mm. is Quebec to you. Quebec. Yeah. 
there is actually a um uh like a webmaster like a porn webmaster forum that happens in montreal every year and it's called queb x like wait web. It's just for all the the program all the like the there's a lot of the, there, all there the are coders, always some performers but just for the porn sites yeah yeah and like and like the payment processors and I don't know, like the mobile. It's all the unsexiest people of the porn industry. But there's always like a handful and just get super nerdy with Excel sheets. There is a lot of that. They just like share Excel sheets. Like there's some of that. Yeah, "Mm, girl, show me your Excel sheet. I'm gonna go beat off. Uh, you know, actually, it still gets. Oh my god, those formulas in C3. Ah, see now, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, C3 would be a cell in uh, an Excel sheet. I'm lucky in that I've never really had to do that type of admin work. If I ever, if, if porn ever fails me and I have to go into the real world, I'm going to have to like learn suck that. Suck dick or something. <laughs> you know. Would you, would you ever uh, suck dick for money? Well, I guess technically I, I have. I mean, okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> if, if, but not on camera? Um, I think sex work is complicated and nuanced. There have been times where I've considered it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of friends who uh, do escorting work, although I don't know how much I can say that anymore. Uh, escorting and then sex work in general has become really fucked up in Canada because I've, of a law you know, that's I've recently passed, C36. Mistress, Mistress Matisse has been tweeting oh, yep. nonstop about that. How do you uh, know Mistress, Mistress Matisse? Uh, I listen to Savage Love. Ah, she's, there on, we go. she's on there a lot. Yeah. Uh, Mistress Matisse, guys, is, uh, I believe she's a, she's a dominatrix. Yeah. Out in Canada, and a big se- uh, sex worker advocate. Um, and you guys have uh, you guys heard my episode with Sherry, so you know I am very pro sex worker rights. If you don't know that about me, go fucking back there and listen. What are you doing here? You is like thirty episodes. You could Bush be- League. Yeah, get on board, guys. Um, so no, I'm very pro sex worker mm-hmm. rights, but I w- I didn't want to go totally off track. But I am curious, what is the thing going on in Canada with sex workers? Um, it's a it's a bill that's been passed by. Currently, we have a conservative government, okay. and um, even with Rob Ford, that dude sounds like a party. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. But he's replaced by someone worse. Uh, well, no, he's worse. He not seemed worse. awesome. Oh, I'm from Toronto, and I'm staunchly left wing. So. Is he not a lefty dude? So, I, so I figured no, Rob Ford smoked... is incredibly, incredibly right wing. He's like homophobic no, and racist. No, if you're smoking crack publicly as a mayor and saying he's yes, a fucking hypocrite, is you what don't he get is. to you don't get to be right wing. He's a hypocrite, but he uh, got cancer and had to drop out of the race. And then his fucking brother, who's just like a non funny Rob Ford that looks evil. Um, Got in, and luckily he didn't win. But another guy named John Tory won, who was just like, like every boring. John Tory, uh, former manager of the New York Yankees. No, I probably got that wrong. That's probably not even his name. No, probably that, that goes not. to show how much I know You're about very baseball. Very handsome, but um, <laughs> uh, that was so, that was so condescending like, shit, right? Oh, sweetie, don't mm, think so hard. Yeah, it's okay. no, you just don't. bat those pretty blue eyes, and I'll talk. It's my oh, podcast now. <laughs> oh wow, I, uh, my podcast is <laughs> the been Lady th- Horror Podcast. Is, I have been getting threatened with uh, just people taking out you, and then I was on the Lust for Life podcast, and and James Madden, the comedian for that show, he's like, you know what, baby, we're gonna we're gonna do a trade, you. You do my podcast. I'm gonna do your podcast. I could get blown by porn stars. Hey, there we go. Which that's gonna make <laughs> no sense to anyone unless they went and listened. So go listen. I guess you know you'll have fin- a link. Uh, fin- hey, finish uh, mine first. This is my- Sorry. Yeah. Then no, <laughs> if you have time, go listen to Lust for Life. I'll go be on Lust for Life. They can follow me. So so wait. You, what's the bill? The the law C what? C thirty six. It's what uh, does it a, say? an anti prostitution bill. Um, uh, Peter McKay, who's the the MP who was most involved in uh, prostitution. By the way, it. was was already illegal, right? Uh, no, it was a. Uh, it it was a weird gray area, but it was technically legal. This is uh, Peter McKay 
stated this is the first step into completely eradicating prostitution. And what was the gray area? Like what made it legal versus not legal? Like for example, Rhode Island for like four years accidentally kind of legalized mm-hmm. indoor because basically it outlawed outdoor prostitution. Like you couldn't listen on the streets. So it accidentally legalized indoor brothels. Well, I mean, essentially, um, it it, what, it was legal. There okay. were there were you know there were ramifications there, for you know like usually was, for street work. It was taxed and regulated. No, and not no? like that. It was just. I mean, with a lot of things in Canada, we just kind of shrug. <laughs> There's a lot of shrugging, yeah. like okay. po- the porn industry too. It's not, you know, it's not like it is in L.A. where you have yeah, OSHA like, showing up. Okay, yeah, where it's kind of like the Wild West. Right. <laughs> it's also not a big industry there, right, so right. comparatively speaking, at least not in like a production sense. Uh, but anyways, this this bill has gone on to, among other things, it made it very hard for for sex workers to to congregate, to at all identify as sex workers online, to have like online presences, and it means that they have to do it really behind closed doors. They can't use, for example, forums to check out for bad dates. They can't you know, employ people who will help them to make safe calls. It just, it's, Wait, so they it's d- pushed it so underground. So they didn't outlaw the prostitution. They just <laughs> outlawed like advertising chatting. and the, and the, and, and being a John. So why not purchasing just sex work? out? Why not just outlaw prostitution? Because the idea is that I according mean, to, according to Peter McKay in this bill is that all sex workers are victims. All sex workers are, you know, led astray and need to be brought back to the flock kind of shit and it's just it's it's really condescending so they, and awful so they put the they put all the responsibility and, and, and stuff on the johns and not on the yeah so like the prostitute unless she's like advertising like online and stuff if she won't be arrested for basically doing prostitution but the john would mm-hmm. but i mean how are you going to make make rent if nobody knows you're a sex worker except for of people course, who are and the other thing is if if it's also if, not fair for the yeah. johns either but if yeah. soliciting sex work is um is illegal. The only people who are getting sex workers now are criminals and are people who know that they're not or past clients. Well, or past clients, so but they, I mean, they're yeah. technically criminals, quote unquote criminals right, by right, committing right. a crime and doing that. And when you're committing a crime and, and you don't have like the bad date information that you have, yeah. you don't have the ability to weed people. What she's referring much. to everybody is there's a lot of uh, websites that do like reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there's women, um, was it four one one? Client. There's, there's a, there's yeah. A I mean, we have like the like the, We're the merb like, and the turb for Montreal. And sex Toronto. workers can post like it's a way like uh, Johns can almost verify their identities ish or whatever mm-hmm. with sex workers and sex workers can kind of kind of post like warnings like hey this guy like stiffed me or this guy did some creepy shit or you know mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's this basically guy was, this accountability guy was a, in sex work for for both sex workers yeah, and for their. Clients. This guy was a no show. Stuff like mm-hmm. stuff of that nature. Yeah. And, and 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 alternatively, there's also ones for Johns like you know the erotic review and places mm-hmm. like that where um, men can review sex workers. Uh, men or women can review sex workers. Everybody um, can review so, sex workers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so I mean, it, it's it's really uh, made it unsafe and and not lucrative, and it's. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't remember how we got on that. I I, I don't remember either. Um, bef- before we end off, um, the art of the blowjob. Tell me about you guys are about to launch an educational series. I yes. What what's that? Tell me about that. Um, so I in my non quite as involved in porn side, all all of my um extracurriculars, quote unquote, are sex adjacent. I run a sexy storytelling night. I do burlesque. I, you know, do some sex education and I've always you strap been it on and fuck dudes like, yeah, that's, I don't know. Is that a hobby or a calling? I'm <laughs> not sure. Um, but 
uh, I've always been really passionate about sex education and I've always thought that, that should be a part of the site. And it's been a long time coming because it's hard to, to create something that's not cheesy or that hasn't already been done to okay. death. Um, but essentially I've compiled a list of at this point, like well over a hundred different blowjob techniques and tips and sort of related, like even things like talking to your partner about how-to wanting stuff. to try something new. So how to's and we've been shooting uh, videos steadily and okay. I've been recording voiceovers. I've been writing these kind of like scripts and reading them in a very sensual voice. And right before that moment of climax, never forget to cup the balls. Mm. <laughs> for for added pleasure, just stick a finger up there. What's the worst thing that could happen? <laughs> <laughs> no, always ask first. That's a, I, I feel like you're going to be an episode where I get a lot of tweets saying like, oh my God, I love this girl's voice. This woman's so. voice is amazing. I get a lot of like emails when, when people like the person's voice and that's the main compliment they'll say. Like, oh my God, they were amazing. Their voice was so sexy. Hmm, well, thank you. As, at times I think I sound like you, a ridiculous you sound, puppet. You but sound super sexy. Thank um, you. I've always headphones. liked your voice. I have done my due diligence and listened to your podcast extensively and I've always enjoyed your voice. Yeah. So I appreciate that the sentiment is mutual. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you guys, the educational series, and that's yeah, so that's that coming gonna, coming soon. Okay, and is that part of like your overall membership, or like yes. is that a separate thing? That's or a integrated, and um, we just we want to give people the tools to get and give the blowjobs that appear in the videos because the way I think about it, and maybe this is hilarious, um, I think of the porn. It's not realistic porn because the fact is, if it was realistic porn, you'd have that moment where you get like a pube in your mouth and you have to stop and and you'd have that moment where it was like all right babe oh oh god no no no, no. I, I just gotta get up for a minute and like you know stretch Caught out like like cram exactly like there would be that we don't have that it's it's curated a little sure, bit more but i mean i would still i would still call it realistic porn in that it's porn it's not like an amateur video mm-hmm. but it's you know it looks like yeah. a real blowjob to an extent i think of it as aspirational like kind yeah. of Martha Stewart style. Okay, I, I okay. want to be the Martha Stewart the, the, you're, sucking dick. When you make that sound, it's not going to look like the one you saw her make on TV, but it's going to be about the same. Exactly. Hers is the one you aspire to. Yeah. Okay, so it's a lot of like how-to videos. Mm-hmm. Um, when when do those launch? Soon. Soon. So we'll see. If this goes up next week, hopefully it'll be up by then. Okay, cool. Um, I've been slaving over a hot stove trying to make these blowjob education videos happen. I'm hoping that, that it comes to fruition soon. It's any, any other teaching stuff, like teaching how to teaching how to have sex, teaching how to eat girls out, stuff like that? All, all that hopefully will be to come eventually because, you know, once we've recorded, what, over 100 uh, blowjob tips, we're going to have to go somewhere. Uh-huh. Mm, yeah, it's not going to stop there. Um, think I could ever be a be art of the blow art of blowjob. I think you could. I could. Yeah. I got potential. You got moxie, kid. I got moxie. Yep. I don't know. You're a contender. I'm gonna <laughs> mix mix my references. That, that was the thing about that dude from the Team BJ shoot. Is Dick <laughs> remind me of, of, of De Niro from Raging Bull? He's like, you never got me down, Ray. <laughs> Every time he tapped, I said, you never got me down. I don't know. Uh, or will you have like a ring coach, like kind of like Rocky style? Um, I mean, I feel like I was mentally trying to channel some some coaching to do. Yeah. Like, you can Did do you this, like I massage believe. his back? No, that could become a totally that. different that video been... and super erotic really fast. <laughs> like the behind the scenes Team BJ where it's you just have like a sensual cha- moment with this older sudden, dude. And then all the yeah, all, <laughs> and all of Sarah's fans are like, the fuck, it's dude on dude. 
Um, yeah. So, so <laughs> theartofblowjob.com. That's it. Um, how, what, what's a membership run a dude? Uh, it's about 30 bucks a month. Um, that but American if you, or your weird Canuck fucking <laughs> weird dollars? Um, it roughly uh, American. Yeah. American. Okay. It's it's like automatically once you go to the join page, it's uh you put what country you're in and it changes to your So probably currency. a little bit under thirty bucks. Yeah, twenty nine ninety five. Um okay. but if you get like we have like three months, uh we have uh you know, six months a year, so you can it goes down as okay. as <laughs> it goes down. Yeah. Uh the price goes down as the uh as you sign up for more months. Okay. And uh and guys I gotta tell you, I have personally gone through many of uh Many of those videos. Mm-hmm. Very good stuff. Thank um, you. If they want to find you on uh, on Tumblr, by the way, go. I again, I, one night I don't update it enough. I think I, really I went to go back. beginning to end of your Tumblr, and oh my, That's um, dedication. Your, your Tumblr is so so. Everything for me is Sophie Delancey. So I'm sophiedelancey.tumblr.com. I'm Facebook.com/slash Sophie Delancey. On Twitter, I'm at Sophie Delancey. Um, do I have other things? I I have a website, sophiedelancey.com, which I swear to God, someday we'll actually update that thing. Yeah, I've been, uh, it's, they've it's, been slacking on that yeah. one, I saw. I mean, I don't have a lot of time for me. I need to take more me time. More, more Sophie time? Yeah, with the burlesque and the sexy storytelling and the, the extracurricular and, fucking. Yeah. It's a lot of work. A lot of fucking? Um, in the past, like, in the past very short period of time, yes. <laughs> It's been great. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, Sophie, uh, this was uh, fucking fantastical. Right. You were you were pretty rocking. I know. Yeah. I'm great. More <laughs> awesome porn talk. Uh, it's been lovely, and thank you for having me. This is a for very enjoyable on. interview. Let me know next time you're in New York, and maybe Hopefully maybe we'll soon. have to have you on. Yeah. Again, we'll, we'll hear about uh, any other updates with the art of blowjob. So. And anything else. Lovely times. All right. Say uh, say goodbye to people. Bye, people. Say goodbye to people who aren't listening. Bye, people who aren't listening. Yeah, fuck you guys. You should be. Mm-hmm. Fucking fix it. Um, guys, we're going to sign off. I'll talk to you in about two seconds. Oh, what a fun talk. What a fun talk. Sophie, wasn't she a delight? Now, I, you know, a lot of you all like to tweet me and email me and say how much you think someone's voice was sexy. Don't you think she had a pretty sexy voice? I I don't know. That was my opinion. Listening on the headphones, I was like, that voice sounds pretty erotic. Um, if you if you're interested in paying for your porn, which I really think you all should remember, hashtag pay for your porn. My personal boycott of uh, of pir- pirated porn videos is going fairly okay. I'd say it's going about eighty five percent, ninety percent, pretty well. But if you're interested in a, in a membership to theartofblowjob.com, you know, it's about $30 a month. If you pay for, you know, more months at a, in one shot, you obviously get a discount. Uh, I've personally seen many of the videos and they are very, very well done. They're very sexy. The models of all various types and shapes and sizes and colors. Um, and it's really, it's really beautiful blowjobs with pretty awesome cum shots, I will say. So go check that out. Uh, also check out uh, Sophie Delancey's super, super hot Tumblr. Very much not safe for work at sophiedelancey.tumblr.com. She's also facebook.com um, slash Sophie Delancey and on Twitter at Sophie Delancey. You know who else is on Twitter? Me. 
at the Billy Presida. Come by, say hi, uh, get, shoot, shoot me a little bit of a tweetage. Use the hashtag Manhor Podcast. Let me know what you think about the show. You can also shoot me an email at manhorpod at gmail.com if you also want to share your opinions or outrages. Uh, as usual, uh, I, I assume you are all subscribed to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you like to listen to podcasts. If you have a moment, please leave a comment, leave a rating, leave a review. It helps other people find the show. Or uh, if you don't want to do that, Share the show with a friend, someone you think might might appreciate it. So uh, I'm I'm gonna sign off and, and watch the rest of this Pittsburgh Steelers game and hope my fantasy football team um, pays off. But until next week, I hope everyone has a fantastical weekend and uh, don't forget to stay slutty. Mm-hmm.